dad ron baker ronald david john baker yep you asked me last week to introduce you like that use yeah, that so i have not changed your phone my your contact in my phone has changed to that <laughs> has it really? no it has not okay. it has not <laughs> oh, man. we just want to welcome you back to the vital moment podcast where we talk about the sunday morning wrap-up yep um you get off the stage and we run over to our studio here recording studio and we talk about you just preaching your heart out yeah and yeah. today was one of those moments. If yep. you watched online um, on our YouTube channel, you could see that Ron was being super impacted by um, what was going on through him from God. Um, I believe that that's God giving you the words and the wisdom yep. to speak into those moments. And uh, you're exhausted right now. Yeah. In a different way, in, probably. In a good way. Yeah. Um, this eight-week run of our uh, Empowered series, I believe, has been a critical series for our mm -hmm. church. And I really cleared my schedule for the eight weeks just to focus on studying, mm -hmm. reading, writing, preparing. You even got away for a bit. Got away for a bit. Um, and, I, and I think that, you know, thankfully we've got such a great team, mm -hmm. uh, like yourself and others on our team, that can keep the function of the church going. Mm -hmm. And, and I was just free to write and to study and to pray and to seek God. And, and we wrapped it up today with our last uh, installment of our empowered gift called uh, Power Power Gifts. Empowered. empowered series, last day of Power Gifts. Right. Boom. I got you, man. Thank you. <laughs> um, so what gifts were, did, did we chat about today? So we talked about uh, gifts, uh, wisdom and knowledge, healing miracles, discerning of spirits and faith. Which there's a lot of tension with these ones. Yeah, because there's a lot of weird. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of outside of the normal. There's a lot of supernatural aspects to this. You use the word mystery. Oh, I'm Land of mystery. Land of mystery. Yeah. Yeah. I was when I was away this past week at a cottage with my aunt and uncle, we were actually talking about gifts and hmm. and one of the things I that uh, my uncle said was that, you know, some of these gifts that we're gonna be talking about this weekend were definitely about, you know, the land of mystery. Hmm. And I, and I think we don't do too well with the land of mystery. We've, I mean, sure, we'll watch the movies and all that kind of stuff. But when it actually comes to the, the manifestation of the spirit through these gifts, like wisdom and knowledge or discerning of spirits or healing and miracles and mm -hmm. stuff, we, we kind of kind of go, oh, I'm just not sure about these things. And I admit that they create tension in me as mm -hmm. well. If you go back and watch the talk, I, I actually reference the fact that even healing and miracles creates tension in my faith because of my own personal journey with losing my yeah, dad. Yeah. This is Father's Day. Losing my dad, which would be your grandfather, um, to cancer at 36 years old. I was 11. Why didn't God heal him? Why didn't God perform the miracle? We don't know, and, but God does, and I have to trust and believe that he will. So let me do a quick recap. Yeah, do it. Um, so the power gifts, they demonstrate the power, the presence, and reality of God. Uh, we talk about wisdom and knowledge. Uh, these are these divine moments where we get insight on something or someone or so, a scenario or situation yep. where the manifestation of the spirit reveals. Mm -hmm. And you know when it's happening because you, this person with this gift is in tune with the whispers and the nudges. Healing of miracles is interesting because we talked about 
uh, outside of the limit of human ability, but we talk about the wholeness of the person and the yeah. wellness, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Because we often think of it usually as just physical. We do. Yeah. And I think when a person understands that they have this gifting, it's not that they get to go and heal disease, set up a booth at the fair and that type of thing. It's more of not understanding they're a conduit with mm. their words to bring healing, mm. with their prayer they bring healing, with at times laying on of hands. Could you, would you say presence as well? Like their presence would be able to bring healing like through the power of the Holy Spirit in those moments? Um, yeah, I don't know, Dave. I, I yeah. don't know how that functions. I mean, I mean this is, this is the, this is the thing that about healing and miracles that I scratch my head mm-hmm. at. I guess what I landed on is the fact that do we really trust in an all powerful God that can actually perform miracles mm-hmm. and healings even today? Which I think was a great question for us to realize. Like, do I actually believe in an all powerful God that if he wants to do this, yeah. he will through his Holy Spirit. And if he chooses not to. Yeah, that was that was cool too when you said right? that. Right, because yeah. I think that, that so oftentimes, like I can look at my scenario and go, you know, well, why didn't God heal? Why didn't mm-hmm. God perform a miracle? Well, at the end of the day, we recognize that Jesus himself didn't heal everybody that he mm-hmm. came in contact with. There was people when he went from town to town that got left behind. When, and what's funny when you said that this morning in your message that, Jesus went from town to town. There was time for him to leave. Yeah. That for us is usually just like a transitional like moment where, oh yeah, Jesus had to go. But the thing was, it wasn't just one sick person there. Right. There was a lot of sick people who yeah. were wanting to be healed, yeah. wanting to be, find freedom within yes. that in their life. But Jesus had to go. He, he, chose, yeah. he had chose to follow to what the Father wanted him to do. Yeah. He'd go off in silence and then yeah. early in the morning, then he would leave. Yeah. Uh, discerning of spirits is interesting because there's dynamics to discerning of spirits that um, we talk about the discerning of spirits has the ability to be aware of what is of God and what is not. Mm-hmm. So what is of God when there's a prophetic word given or word of knowledge or word of wisdom? The discerning spirit can actually cut through it all and discern is this of God or not? Mm-hmm. What is interesting about this, and I shared a story in the talk about your wife, Hannah. Mm-hmm. She has the gift of discerning of spirits. And I shared a personal story of how she helped me understand what someone gave me a word mm-hmm. about something that was in my office that was hindering my ability to study. Hannah was able to, with her gift of discerning spirit, reveal what that was. Yeah. It was such a powerful moment. You were part of it. You remember it. it was I was stunned. I didn't know what was going on. It was on. the back of a school bus. In the back of a school bus going to a Carrie Newhoff's backyard for a backyard yeah. party. Yeah. And then gift of faith, which is this unwavering trust in the promise and the provision of God. And um, I think that's the coolest thing with people with this gift of faith is that they just have this, it's not reckless, it's not Mm. uninformed, it's just this ability to have this calm trust in the provision and presence of God. Yeah, You don't know when or how often, Mm -hmm. but the person of faith was able to do that. I think that gift of faith is necessary in the church, especially when we're making plans of moving forward. Yeah, oh man. Right? Absolutely. I've experienced that when leading our Exeter site to be launched. Yeah. Like our team, uh, there was someone part of our team that literally was just like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, don't worry. And you gave the example this morning of uh, when we purchased our central location in Poplar Hill. Yeah. The building. The building. Like raising $600,000 in a world pandemic is pretty crazy to think that we did. Yeah. But you had an encounter with someone part of our church that has the gift of faith, and he literally said, like, 
don't worry. God's got this. God has this. He literally said to me, you don't have to work hard for this. <laughs> like, which is crazy. Because we had nine weeks to raise 600000 So, yeah. So that was an incredible mm-hmm. moment. So I think the gift of faith needs to step mm-hmm. in more. So wrapping this series up. Yeah. It's June 20th of 2021. Yeah. You ended off our service helping us understand that this is the finish line of this series. But the, but start, the start line, line. of something new. Mm-hmm. And the imagery I have is, you know, we're coming up to the Olympics this year. You know, people are going to be crossing the finish line with their hands in the air. Big celebration. Mm-hmm. We made it. We did it. Some are going to win. Some are going to lose. You know, the series, we crossed the finish line today. Eight weeks mm-hmm. of unpacking the spiritual gifts. But I had a very clear thought and vision that this was, no, this is the starting line. And I think it's going to take a number of years where we get to the point where... Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a very natural part of who we are when we introduce ourselves or talk to someone about, mm-hmm. hey, what's your spiritual gift? It's going to become part of our DNA. Wow. And, you know, we talked about, you know, just the reality of the empowering work of the Spirit that creates a greater greater light that shines as mm-hmm. the church, which stands in stark contrast to the darkness of our world. Yeah. And... Um, Jesus talks about Mark 4 where he talks about the light on the hill or a lamp on a stand. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. I am extremely grateful for our community that has Mm -hmm. labored through this with us together. I'm thankful for our connect group leaders that have really worked hard championing this in their groups. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're a connect group leader listening to this, my hat's off to you. You've had to take what we've provided for you and try to figure out how to conversation around it, which I'm so super thankful. Mm -hmm. We had, just a little insight, we had a connect group leader meeting not too long ago and I asked them like, what are you guys learning about the spiritual gifts here? They're like, they're so excited to be leaning on the creator of this universe, God and his spirit and his son, Jesus, to give us these supernatural gifts to be a light in their community. Yeah. Yes, it's a burden. Like it is actually a burden in a way that we understand that these gifts are not for ourselves. Yeah. They're for our community serving one another. For the common good. For the common good. Yeah. Which is just so great. Paul talked about that. In First Corinthians twelve seven. Yeah, yeah. For the common good, yeah. it's the the welfare of others. Mm-hmm. The the benefactors of the gift is not you; it's others. It's others. So, which is so cool. Good way to end. Yeah. Thanks so much for leading us through this. You're welcome. Thank you for joining in the Vital Moment Podcast for the Sunday morning wrap up of Power Gifts Part Two on June twentieth. And I just want to say Happy Father's Day to you. Thanks. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day to you. Thanks so much. <laughs> and everyone, I hope you have an incredible time with whatever you are doing and if you're part of a connect group keep leaning into these conversations through the summer or whenever you're listening to this and if you're not part of a connect group yet we would love for you to join a community that is part of a connect group and uh, you can find all of that information on our website at vitalpointchurch.com and then just get plugged in it's the best it's awesome and we're grateful for you and have a good one peace out peace out